Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to our time of prayer and scripture reflection. Glad to be with you. Please, uh, if you feel so led, uh, share your prayer intentions in the comments so that we can all pray for one another. And let us put ourselves in the Lord's presence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, come to us. You have anointed us in your Son, Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. Enable us each day to know our mission better and to fulfill it more faithfully. Beginning with the repentance of our sins, Lord, we do repent of all that we have done to offend you, all that we have failed to do. And we ask you for a new beginning again today, that we may not be cast down by the sins of the past, but rather inspired by a new sense of humility and dependence upon you, but great confidence moving forward in the grace of your Spirit to fight temptation and to walk in the ways of holiness. May we understand your word more deeply. May we live it more faithfully. May we proclaim it more effectively. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our reading today is from the first book of Samuel. There was a stalwart man from Benjamin named Kish, who was the son of Abiel, son of Zerar, son of Becherath, son of Aphiah, a Benjaminite. He had a son named Saul, who was a handsome young man. There was no other child of Israel more handsome than Saul. He stood head and shoulders above the people. Now the asses of Saul's father Kish had wandered off. Kish said to his son Saul, Take one of your servants with you and go out and hunt for the asses. Accordingly, they went through the hill country of Ephraim and through the land of Shalisha. Not finding them there, they continued through the land of Shalim without success. They also went through the land of Benjamin, but they failed to find the animals. When Samuel caught sight of Saul, the Lord assured him, This is the man of whom I told you. He is to govern my people. Saul met Samuel in the gateway and said, Please tell me where the seer lives. Samuel answered Saul, I am the seer. Go up ahead of me to the high place and eat with me today. In the morning, before dismissing you, I will tell you whatever you wish. Then from a flask he had with him, Samuel poured oil on Saul's head. He also kissed him, saying, The Lord anoints you, commander over his heritage. You are to govern the Lord's people Israel and to save them from the grasp of their enemies round about. This will be the sign for you that the Lord has anointed you commander over his heritage. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So you'll recall the people of God having entered the promised land and seeing how the nations around them had kings to govern them, asked Samuel, and through him asked the Lord, for a king. And even though they were warned 
about the human sinfulness and corruption of any, that any king would bring to the scene, they said, oh no, but we must have a king to rule over us. And so God granted the request, reminding the people that the, both they and their king have to obey the king of heaven. So today we come to the passage in which the one God chose to be the first king, Saul, is chosen. Samuel sees Saul, but I want to focus on the action by which he commissions him to be king in the name of the Lord. The anointing. Anointing with oil is a powerful and key symbol in Scripture and in the Christian life. You and I, if we've been baptized, if we've been confirmed, and those of us who have been ordained, we have all been anointed with oil. And if you have been ill or weak to the point where it is appropriate to receive the sacrament of the sick, it's the anointing of the sick. That tells you right there the oil symbolizes strength. It symbolizes healing. It symbolizes a call to a mission. And this is why the kings are anointed, priests are anointed, prophets are anointed. We are indeed anointed. Now, if you say the word in Hebrew, it's Messiah. If you say it in Christ, in, in Greek, it's Christ. The anointed one, Jesus is the anointed one, anointed by the Father for the most important mission of all. It is the anointing that you and I have received that makes us also kings priests, prophets. We share this role that Jesus himself shares. So all of this happened in the history of Israel. All of it, like everything in the Old Testament, points to Christ and therefore points to us, his body, the church. He has anointed us with his strength. He has anointed us with our mission, our mission to share in the anointing of Christ. Christ was anointed, priest, a bridge between God and humanity, one to offer sacrifice. You and I are to offer sacrifice every day. Our prayers are a sacrifice. Let my prayer arise before you like incense, the psalmist says. Our, our activities are all a sacrifice. In the morning, we say, Lord, I offer to you today all my prayers and joys and actions and sufferings. We go to Mass, we are participating in an offering. The priest has his particular role as an ordained priest, but you and I have roles as, faith, as the baptized faithful. Every baptized person has a role in being that priest, in offering to God the gifts that he has given us and in offering to God that greatest gift of his own Son. We're anointed to share in the priesthood of Christ. We're anointed to share in the prophetic role. We are to speak the word of the Lord, just as the prophets did. We are to speak the word of the Lord because it's something we've all received. It's not something that only some elite group of people in the church have. We have received the word of the Lord. We are to preach the word of the Lord. We are anointed to share in the kingly role of Christ. He's king of the universe. Saul became king over the people of Israel. We become kings in as much as we conquer evil, we conquer temptation by the grace of Christ. 
We rule. We rule over our lives in Christ by submitting to the Spirit. And we can cast off the armies, send them, send the armies fleeing in retreat when they try to lead us down the road of deception, temptation, and sin. That's exercising a kingly role, breaking the power of evil in our lives. It's all a prophecy about us. Saul becoming king. And we will see as the history proceeds how much of a weak sinner he was, just like everyone else. We see the same thing with all the kings, even the best of them. We see the same thing in us. That is not to deter us. We are to move forward in our mission as anointed priests, prophets, and kings. And in all of those three areas, we are strengthened by the anointing with oil to build the culture of life. Prophet to speak the gospel of life, to speak the truth about the children in the womb, about abortion and its violence. Priests to offer the sacrifice of praise for every human life and to offer that intercession, begging the Lord, as we will do again now, that He would intervene to stop the killing and to protect every life. And then as kings, conquering any temptation in our own life to compromise with evils like abortion and conquering in the world that same evil. Moving forward in the world, the policies, the laws, the court decisions that would protect human life. We're exercising the kingship of Christ as we exercise our role as citizens and faithfully voting according to the values and the convictions that God has given us. Building the culture of life requires an anointing. Building the culture of life requires the anointing that you have already received. Take hold of it again today. Let the oil give you confidence. The task often seems beyond your strength, but so did it to Saul, so does it for everyone. That's not specific just to you. Moses, chosen by the Lord to go to Pharaoh to say, let my people go free, said, why are you choosing me? God specializes in choosing those who feel weak and unable, unequal to the task. That's not a reason to be deterred. The anointing is a reason to go forward with confidence. Let's pray about that. Lord, we thank you for this moment when we again take hold of this anointing that we have. We take hold of the spirit that has been poured out on us when we were baptized and confirmed. That same Spirit anoints us daily. We are Christians. We are, as the very word indicates, anointed ones. Thank you for the anointed one, your Son, Jesus Christ. For in his name now we pray blessings upon all who need his help. We pray blessings upon all the prayer intentions that each of us has. We pray blessings upon the weakest and most vulnerable among us, the unborn children. We pray, Lord God, that you would protect life, that you would heal wounds 
and that you would change laws and public policies through our actions and through the actions of our fellow citizens that we may indeed live in a culture of life. We pull all these prayers together now and offer the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We pray to our Heavenly Mother, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, I'm leading today uh, the uh, Florida March for Life together with some other colleagues. It'll take place in Jacksonville, Florida. You'll see some postings about it on my social media. Make sure you're connected with me at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. That's FR Frank Pavone. And this uh, March for Life is one of many that will take place all during the course of the year, including the one next week in Washington, D.C. that will also be playing a leading role in many of the events connected with that. So let us march for life. Let us speak up for life more than ever before in the strength of God's anointing. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Well, hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here of Priest for Life. And we are here at our headquarters with our correspondence associate and our coordinator for public outreach, Mary Stein. Many of you may have been in touch with her as you send us your comments and questions. Mary, thank you for being here. Yes. Good to be here. You're still enjoying doing this service for people here at Priest for Life and answering all their pro-life questions? Yes, it's very nice. <laughs> so we have, tell us how we serve our, our audience when they have a question about abortion or the pro-life movement or how they can get more involved. Yes, so if you go to ProLifeQuestions.com, um, you can submit your questions there um, and I'll be, you know, answering them for you. And also it might not just be, you know, a simple question it may be you know having more of a conversation with me um, especially if you want to get involved you know we might talk about you know what your vocation in life right now is you know if you're a mother or you know if you're a full-time worker it's gonna look different for everyone um, so mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of information we have at Preach for Life, you help people to find it. Even those who navigate our website, there's so much there mm -hmm. that sometimes a little email to you or a question on that page will help them get to the resource more quickly. Yes. And uh, we can also recommend, based on what they're asking or what they're trying to do, uh, what the best resources are. Books, brochures, you're always sending them out. Videos, you're pointing them to. Training videos, a lot of material. So thanks for navigating all that and helping people find it quickly and uh, continue the good work. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so friends, again, ProLifeQuestions.com. Go there with any and all of your questions. We also like to hear your stories about your pro-life efforts and successes or any obstacles you might face. Let us know and we'll help you to navigate that as well. God bless you. Thank you, Mary. Yes, thank and you. And thank you all brothers and sisters. God bless. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.